Today's guest is Tracy White, who works internationally with patients suffering with complex skin conditions. She has a particular interest in eczema and topical steroid withdrawal. Today's episode will cover what topical steroid withdrawal is and how homeopathy can help. And I know that this is a topic that's going to be very eye-opening for many of our listeners. Tracy is also co-principal of the South Downs School of Homeopathy and is passionate about teaching the magic of homeopathy to future homeopaths. For more information or to book an appointment, please visit www.online-homeopath.com. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Homeopathy Hangout, where we discuss all things homeopathy from around the world. And now my mum and your host, Eugenie Kruger. Hello, homies, and a very warm welcome to Homeopathy Hangout. Today, we get to hang out with Tracy White, all the way from the UK. Welcome, Tracy. Hi. Hi, Eugenie. Thanks for having me on. It's lovely to have you on. I have been begging Tracy to come on because we are going to be talking about eczema today, which is a massive topic, absolutely massive, and she is the expert. But first, Tracy, can you tell our listeners how you were first introduced to homeopathy? Well, yeah, okay. So about about 15 years ago, my son, he's 17 now, he had well, he, he had a cough, which, you know, as a mother, I kind of noticed occasionally, but it wasn't terrible. And I did have my own sort of little homeopathic kit, which I didn't know what to do with it. But I used to dabble with it and I would give him some remedies and things like that. And after a few weeks, I thought, mm, best get this checked out by the doctor. And they told me that he because I just thought maybe he's got a chest infection. He would only cough at night and it wasn't bad. So I went to the doctor and they said, and I said, oh, has he got bronchitis? And they said, well, he probably did have. But he's got pneumonia now. So as a mother. I felt terrible, but actually it was atypical pneumonia. So it wasn't terrible hospital, but they gave him a course of antibiotics and mm. it didn't get rid of the chest issue at all. It just covered him in a rash from head to toe. So I went back, they gave him another course, which then he completed it, still had this cough. And I, I just thought, I don't know what to do here. So I took him to a homeopath who saw him, gave him one remedy, phosphorus, mm. and his cough went, his chest cleared. And, you know, even to this day, he's not had a chest issue since. He just doesn't seem to have that weakness there because it, it was a bit of a weak area for him, I think, as a, mm. as a really young child. Mm -hmm. And I was just fascinated by it. I just thought, wow, that is incredible because there was no rash, there was no cough. And, you know, his nosebleeds got better for a period of time as well. And, of course, now I'm a homeopath. I know that all <laughs> of that information is relevant. So, so it just really piqued my interest. I mean, I couldn't study at that point. I had two-year-old then I had another daughter but a few years down the line I went and then trained to be a homeopath and I graduated in 2016 and I'm now co-principal of the college that I graduated from which is which is lovely so so I really enjoy it. I teach there and and still learn every day which I, I think homeopathy is a fascinating subject. It really is. Now you said you already had a little kit that you dabbled with do you remember where you got that kit from or how you were like first introduced it or who told you about it or what made I can't you remember. buy the kit? I I've, I I, mean, I, be I belonged and still do to a huge group of sort of holistic therapists and there's all sorts of modalities going on there. And uh -huh. I think I think someone just mentioned it to me and I, I saw the Helios kit and I thought, oh, that's quite interesting. It's handy to have. You know, I knew what I was doing with fever and, and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So I think that's how I ended up having the kit. Yeah. But I didn't mm -hmm. like yeah, uh, yeah, a little booklet that you get with the kit is great, yeah. but it doesn't it doesn't give you very much information at all. So. So, yeah. So that I just was absolutely fascinated. 
It's amazing how many people say that they they had a kit lying around or they've bought an Arnica or they have a homeopathic book lying around and they didn't even realize it was there. It's, you know, just when that seed is ready to erupt and germinate, then you suddenly start seeing these things. So it's all in front of us, but we're just when the time is right, it's when you really resonate with it and, and use it. Now, you are an expert in treating eczema. And one of my clients that I've been treating for quite a while and I had, you know, we'd have success and then they would relapse a little bit, have success, relapse a little bit ended up getting in touch with you and she has had such good results with you and I am just so glad and I've referred a couple of other people to you as well with specifically topical steroid withdrawal because that is nasty. It is just mm. something that's not spoken about and it's also mm. called red skin syndrome. But I wonder, can you tell our listeners what is topical steroid withdrawal and what does it look like and how can you help? I think in a nutshell, topical steroid withdrawal is sheer hell. I think it's a difficult thing. I mean, how do you define it? I mean, modern medicine is starting to sort of recognise it rather tentatively. Don't tend to want to put a name to it. Don't tend to want to acknowledge it on people's medical mm. notes, even though they might verbally say it to them in a sort of consultation. But topical steroid withdrawal, I mean, to me, it's it's an addiction to the steroids. People have used steroids for a long period of time and sometimes not, you know, sometimes quite short courses of steroids seem to tip people into that sort of red skin syndrome and the and the withdrawal but it just makes skin behave in a way it's never behaved before and people will hear yeah, I I kind of stumbled across it because I did treat a lot of eczema meet people with their eczema and, and people would come to me and say oh you know all of my life I've had very dry cracked elbows behind my knees you know it's typical mm-hmm. eczema places and then they'll tell me a time when suddenly it changed and there's always this tipping point where suddenly they're saying and then suddenly my skin was all red and burning and I was swollen and my skin smelt and I regulate my temperature. And they would go to the doctor or the dermatologist and they would just be told it's eczema and given more steroids. And the thing mm. is that that person knows their body. They have lived with that skin condition for 15, 20, 30 years. Mm. Suddenly there's change. And to me, I was interested in what's changed that, you know, why is that person's skin now expressing in a completely different way than it's ever mm. done before? So I think working with eczema is, and TSW is very difficult because I think there's a fine line between the two. Mm. There's a lot of suppression that goes on with steroids. And I kind of feel, you know, for us as homeopaths, we're always looking at the way someone's skin behaves naturally as a, mm. as a sign to their inner imbalance, you know, what's going on with this person. Let's look at all these clues. And that is great for eczema, but I question how many people actually really have eczema and are we seeing it clearly? Is this a steroid picture that's going on with them or is it is it their natural skin? And I think that's what makes it quite tricky to treat sort of holistically, because if we repertorized every single TSW case, we will come to sulfur every day of the week. And mm. it, to me, that just often will just aggravate, you know, people if you're not careful with it. So, mm. so yeah, I think TSW is is a huge, huge issue. And I think this comes down to, the way it's prescribed and what is mm-hmm. a safe application of a steroid and how long is it safe to use it for and patients will come and tell me stories of being given a really strong steroid for a little baby and told to put it on every time they change the nappy mm. I mean that's you know with a young baby you could be changing 20 or 30 nappies a day I mean and you're covering a child a really young child with a really strong steroid I mean to me it's shocking Mm, it really is shocking and it just doesn't get questioned or, or talked about. So I guess for the rest of the episode, we'll just talk about TSW, topical steroid withdrawal. And otherwise, it's going to be very long. And red skin syndrome, it's, it's so those two terms are used interchangeably, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah you've got TSA, topical steroid addiction. Mm. 
with me is sort of where the red skin comes from and then you've got the sort of steroid when someone actively stops putting steroids on their skin and Mm. everything that breaks loose from Mm -hmm. that Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing people can have topical steroid withdrawal many years later because I had a client with unbelievable steroid withdrawal. I mean, you've never seen anything like this, but they hadn't actually used steroids for something like 10 years. They used it when they were two. And I think by the time I saw them, they were about 12. And I mean, I just feel so bad saying this, but this little boy or this boy probably looked as close to a leper as you could probably get. And what he would do is just sit in a bath of water for pretty much most of the day and then sit in the house naked on the couch with like a sheet over him because, you know, he couldn't even touch any part of his body. And he just had to sit with his arms and his fingers and everything apart because he was in so much pain. And it is mind blowing that somebody can suffer from this even 10 years later and that yeah. there's so little information about this and doctors are prescribing steroids willy nilly. How does it present in your clinic and what are some of the things that you've seen? I see people coming onto Zoom, Eugenie, who are just naked because they can't mm. put clothes on. Mm. It's heartbreaking. I think people come onto Zoom don't appear to actually have any skin on their body. I think mm. it's it's horrendous. And it upsets me that when they see a dermatologist, they're told that this is just eczema. How can that be eczema? How can it? Just and I think mm. The way modern medicine treats eczema hasn't changed since I was a mm. child. That's, that's the way they're treating children now. And mm. it's just a slippery slope. They never seem to want to ask why a child has a skin issue. Mm. They never want to look at maybe advising the parents on allergy tests or, or offering allergy tests or, mm-hmm. or offering dietary advice or asking anything about that general level of health with that child. They just want to prescribe steroids. And I think, and I don't know about, Australia but in the UK during the pandemic you just haven't been able to generally see a doctor face to face and yeah I've had parents come with 12 14 week old babies who haven't even been able to do an online consult with a doctor who've been given mimetazone and really strong steroids none of this hydrocortisone let's seize them in gently wow let's go in with the strong stuff protopic you know immunosuppressive not even licensed to children under two mm. given to babies it's heartbreaking. And, you know, and modern medicine says, oh, well, eczema is a lifelong condition. Well, yeah, I agree. It is. If that is the way that you're going to treat it, you are making it. So, mm. so yeah, I see all sorts. And it's really traumatic for people. I mean, I think mm. unless you go through it, which I've never have, but unless you go through it, you really have no idea of the, the level of suffering that, that people endure in TSW and, mm. and the anxiety because there is just they can't see an end to it. There is this constant, mm. is it going to flare again? Am I going to go back to square one? Mm. It's awful. Mm-hmm. And how long do you typically find that people go through this process without homeopathic treatment and then with homeopathic treatment? Like, I know it's like, how long is a piece of string, but what sort of results do you generally tend to get? And sorry for the tricky question. I know it's impossible to answer, but I'll put it out there anyway. <laughs> You're right. I mean, how long is a piece of string? You know, I think Generally, with children, I would tend to say that they tend to respond quicker, and maybe that's because they've had less steroid on them. Not always, though. I mean, sometimes very young children have had really intense and even oral steroids, which I think are very problematic. So, adults, it is so difficult. I mean, what the way I tend to work and what I tend to look for is, is just steady improvement between appointments, and sometimes mm-hmm. that's quite slow. And people, you know, patients, they will often go through flare cycles. And again, what I'm looking for is is that it's not as intense it's it's more short-lived you know and often mm. when you speak to them and you, because they're obviously understandably very anxious that their skin is flared up again and 
So we'll look at how long that's lasted for and they'll say, oh, yeah, actually, it only lasted a two weeks. And last time mm. I was in this, it was two months. And, oh, and actually, yeah, I, ma- I did manage to sleep a little bit better than I did before. And, and the, the itch wasn't quite so bone deep as it was before or didn't get all the sort of temperature regulation issues. So all of these things to me, I just think, right, it's heading in the right direction. You know, we cannot undo years and years of of sort of damage to the skin and suppression from steroids like that but I you know I'm always looking for where can we take this person and what support do they need you know this is the thing with TSW it affects it's it's a systemic it's not just skin it's like a systemic issue it's systemic inflammation of the body so they'll be reacting to foods that they've never had an issue with and they'll get allergy tests done and it will show that they're allergic to absolutely everything and they're not really it's just there is so much inflammation that the body is just in overdrive and the thing is it's important what you said about the small gains and just focusing on those because with herring's law of cure you know the body cures from the top to the bottom from the most recent complaint to the oldest complaint and from the inside to the out so unfortunately the skin is the last thing that is going to heal in the body the body is going to first prioritize your mental emotionals the most recent things your internal organs and the skin is the last but unfortunately as humans are vain and we don't like to present this skin of ours to the outer world to be fair sometimes you physically cannot if you have a really bad tsw because the skin is literally you cannot put any clothes on so you cannot go outside but often the skin is the last thing that will heal and then i can imagine that trying to make a client understand that that your body is not going to prioritize your skin there's going to be other things that's going to want to heal first it could be potentially a bit tricky with some clients say yeah and and again it's about supporting all the detox pathways of the body Mm -hmm. you know everything the skin is just in overdrive and and unfortunately the bone deep pitch is a symptom of the skin so yes maybe we've got remedies that might help take the edge off that a little bit they're never gonna disappear it because mm. it's part of that process and i think but it's the insomnia that comes with tsw that's a really big issue as well that the, just the sleep cycle and i see it in almost everybody you know tsw has so many different kind of ways it presents it has a certain things that when i see it i think yeah that's got to be tsw but the sleep the sleep is almost absolutely everybody to some degree has this sleep thing where they go to bed 10 11 12 o'clock at night and they will just lie there itching tossing turning their skin is alive they're burning and then they'll get to 5 6 a.m they mm-hmm. can sleep and they can often sleep for quite a few hours at that point if they're left you know sometimes one two o'clock in the afternoon and i think that's like the HPA access, the, the or the adrenals and everything that mm. that kind of finally allow them to sleep. And I I met a lady once um, who came to see me who'd gone through TSW and she'd been better for quite some time. And she said she had this funny thing where her sleep went crazy. She went back to that TSW sleep and it did it for a good two weeks and then her skin flared. So it was almost like it was a precursor. You could see that process kind of awakening again in the body and that that sort of it was interesting to me that yes I can imagine if you're hot and itchy and uncomfortable you're not going to sleep but there's another element to it Mm. with with it so and I don't think I don't see that's been eczema with people. Yeah, exactly. And that's where homeopaths are amazing because you will really look at all those little fine details, not just physically how it presents, but also, you know, when are you getting to sleep? What are you doing when you're asleep? What is the quality of the itch like? You know, when is it better, worse? Like all of those little yeah. details that probably not many other practitioners, you know, conventional or natural wise would ask you. Yeah. And, and for homeopath, that's all very interesting and very helpful. Quick question. So, do you find that oral steroids can have the same sort of effect or is it just the topical steroids? Oral steroids, I think, can have a huge rebound effect. And often this is what happens. You see someone 
someone will start to get this sort of red skin and not know what's going on because you know some people don't stumble across TSW until they're already in it by mm. accident and some, some know about it and obviously understandably very fearful about going through that process but I think often when the whole red skin thing kicks off they will go to the doctor dermatologist and they're just given an oral course of prednisone prednisolone and it does it calms it down it's great and then as soon as they start to wean off it's almost like what comes back is worse than they had before and you're stuck in that cycle I mean I've been working with a client who's been on oral steroids for about 15 20 years I mean phenomenal she's off them now Mm. amazingly I think the other thing is as well, you know, people will come and say, well, I, I don't haven't used very much steroids. But actually, when you go through the history and you see that maybe they've been using inhalers for allergies and mm. they're steroid based and mm. over the counter ones can put steroids in. They've been using asthma inhalers, which, you know, I kind of feel are a bit of a different ball game, and, and those people need sometimes. And I don't feel that they have such the, the issue that mm. the orals and the creams and that do. Mm. But steroids are in so many, so many mm. things that we, I think. Nasal sprays as well. You can often get nasal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, nasal sprays, yeah, the nose sprays, yeah, that to reduce all the inflammation. So, so they might think they haven't had that many, but if you actually add it all up, you know, the times that they've used it here and there, it actually does add up. Yeah. I, I wonder, Tracy, can you maybe tell our listeners that are not very familiar with steroids and how they work, just a little bit about why they can cause so much havoc in the body? I think steroids. I mean, they suppress the skin. That's their job. It's there to, they're there to reduce or to suppress inflammation on the skin. And I think often what you see is that initially they're really effective at doing that. But often what you'll also see, and especially from parents of very young children, is that, you know, the baby comes and gets those typical sort of patches on its cheeks that it's very common, you know, infantile eczema, creases, elbows, knees, all of that. Mm. And so they're given a little bit of steroid, which they just, you know, they just put sparingly in these places. And then a few days, weeks later, there's a bit pops up here. So because the body's smart, it's like I'm trying to get something out and you're stopping me doing it here. So I'm just going to pop it up here for your attention. And so, of course, the doctor tells them, oh, just use that steroid there. And then it's somewhere else and somewhere else. So I kind of feel like you end up chasing it around the body. Mm. And I think over long periods of time, it affects all the blood vessels, like the vasodilation, which is where all this redness comes from. It affects the elasticity of the skin. It thins the skin. You know, it can hyperpigment the skin. Mm. It can do a lot of damage. And it's. It's like, what's modern medicine want them to do? Just to use that forever. There has to be some kind of addiction that comes in. It's like anything suppressive. Like if people are on antidepressants, when they come off of those, they just stop them cold turkey because mm. everything goes mad. I've got clients that scrape a little tiny bit off each pill over a really long period of time to just slowly wean away. Mm. So this is what I feel steroids are like i can't understand what modern medicine expects they tell you to use it religiously every day twice a day for two weeks and then start to taper down but then it just comes back it's going to because the reason why it's there is still happening and so it's back on that cycle again Mm -hmm. so i wonder tracy do you have some cases that you can share with us because i know our listeners love hearing cases and maybe if somebody's listening to this who's really struggling with tsw that could use a little bit of hope yeah, I mean, I've got loads of eczema cases. I've got hundreds of sort of TSW cases. Mm-hmm. The reason why I kind of started to think about TSW was I would see a lot of eczema, like I said, and I would see people saying, oh, my skin's behaving like it's never done before. Mm-hmm. I also was chatting to a guy who, funnily enough, lived in my street years ago. And I was t- he asked me what I did. And it was just over the garden gate, as you do. And I, I explained about homeopathy and talked about sort of TSW. And he's in his 40s and he was really interested. And he said, and he told me that he'd put himself through TSW about 10, 15 years prior when no one had heard of it. And he 
he'd had a life where he he had a lot of eczema as a baby his dad was a pharmacist he would put lots of really strong steroids on him bandaged them on you know and mm. and this went on for years and then this guy carried on doing that in his 20s and 30s and to the point where he his skin went red and burnt and he got to that point where this isn't my normal eczema and he decided to stop the steroids cold turkey and everything went crazy and he you know he talked to me about his experience and he said what helped him and he found that acupuncture he said had really he felt really helped to sort of reduce his inflammation but what interested me was he told me that he'd had sort of 10 15 years of religiously staying away from steroids and I mean anybody that goes through TSW they are so scrutinizing everything mm. that they ever come in contact with because they're afraid and so he was in his sort of mid 40s by this point and he had arthritis in one of his knees he had sort of pain in his knee and they offered him a steroid injection in it and he he kind of toyed it over for a long time and then he went for it and his whole skin went red and it didn't last I mean it wasn't a case of he went back to square one again but that fascinated me why has that person's skin done that after all of this time of staying away from steroids and so the homeopath brain then thinks well it's lurking somewhere isn't it it's it can't maybe physically be in the tissues of the body but where is it it's somewhere maybe it's in the vital force mm-hmm. so this is why I quite like the steroid detoxes because mm-hmm. I feel that they acknowledge that there's that suppression and I think you know the works of Tony Anson I mean he talks about the steroid layer on people and how often are really well indicated remedies they might help but I don't think that they often get through that and mm-hmm. that guy to me was testament to the fact that there's that fingerprint of steroid on somebody that ozone layer of steroid on them maybe for how long after mm-hmm. so so I quite like using a lot of the detoxes with sort of support remedies alongside rather mm-hmm. I, I you know I love classical homeopathy but I think we live in a world of real toxicity and this mm. is tf is a man-made man-created drug created and i know ian watson gave it a the proper name didn't he a drug created illness and i can't remember what uh-huh. he said but but this is this is exactly what this is and so i guess as homeopaths or holistic therapists however anybody is working with tsw you cannot mm. apply you've got to think about it from that level this isn't mm-hmm. a natural illness that someone's struggling with mm-hmm. I think it's called iatrogenic illness. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's it. I remember him saying it. I was thinking, well, that's a good word. I remember that. <laughs> it is a good one. <laughs> it's so, kind of like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, even yeah, though yeah. the sound of it's something quite atrocious. <laughs> if you say it loud enough, you'll always sound precocious. <laughs> <laughs> so iatrogenic. So, you know, that's interesting. I actually had wondered whether you use Ton Janssen's homeopathic detox therapy. And I think these days he calls it human chemistry or something else. And But yeah. I think the rest of us just yeah. still call it HGT. And that's what I use as well. And I find it so effective. And unfortunately, so many homeopaths still, you know, have a bit of a hang up about it because it's not classical homeopathy. But yeah. holy moly, the yeah. results you see in clinic is amazing. I'll put a caveat yeah. in there, though, that this little boy who was so bad with his eczema, I mean, I did a lot of pre-work, you know, months and months and months, and I thought that we could start introducing that detox, but we gave him just a 30C and holy moly, he flared up so badly. But how do you find your clients respond to the steroid homeopathic detox in general? Yeah, I mean, it's a bit of a mixed bag. I mean, I always give a pre-warning because yeah. I think if you give a warning it doesn't happen does it it's when you don't say this might flare exactly. things up. Come back. generally sometimes it's a bit flary I've never seen it do anything awful for a prolonged period of time mm. I will see sort of a flare with it that may last a week or two what mm. I tend to see is go up through the potencies there is often a potency that's gonna trigger something mm. so in theory it 
often I find it's between sort of week three and four or five and six. So it's the yeah. 30 or 201 M potencies. But, but generally, when people come out the other side of it, they're like, wow, that was, you know, that has been intense at times. Sometimes not, sometimes no reaction at all and just a lot better. So I think it is a mixed bag. And I kind of feel that if it aggravates, it's because the thing we're detoxing has caused you an issue. And exactly. I see this with, you know, I had a little boy recently who's not TSW, I don't think. I mean, he's had a small amount of steroids. But when he was a baby, he had a little, just a little pimple thing on his cheek. It's very common. And the doctor gave an antibiotic cream. And it kind of spread to the other side on the antibiotic mm-hmm. cream. No steroids at this point. And then they gave him a course of oral antibiotics. And when he woke up the following morning after the first dose, he was head to toe raw with eczema. It was unbelievable at the speed of which that happened. So my rational brain says, he did have a little bit of steroids to try and calm that, but it didn't work. My, so my mm-hmm. rational brain said, right, we'll, we'll use a, an antibiotic detox on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, this child was reacting to everything, air fresheners in the house. His mum's really kind. I've written a blog on him. He's on my website, so I can mm-hmm. talk about him. But but he responded so quickly. I mean, two years he'd been struggling with his skin by then, with, with mm-hmm. sort of all this, nothing would get rid of it. And he would get these hive-like eruptions everywhere. He did an antibiotic detox and... There was no aggravation on that. It just progressively calmed over those eight weeks to the point where he could go around without his clothes on, without taking mm-hmm. his skin off and that. So exactly. I often think, what well, you know, giving the body back what's made us sick can make us better. I found that the antibiotic detox has been one of the most gentlest ones in my clinic. Pretty much everyone walks away with it. And so many people come back and say suddenly their bowel motions are better. They don't get sick as often. I mean, people come back with these stories after the detoxes. And I'm like, really? Are you sure? Like, how is that even possible? Like, I will never forget the first lady that came in after her son did the MMR detox. And she said, my child is so much more affectionate. And I'm like, really? Really? Are you sure? Like, how is it possible? And then time after time after time, especially after the MMR vaccine detox, parents would tell me their children are more affectionate. And it's just after a while. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. And I will never forget the lady who came and told me after her contraceptive detox that she feels gratitude for the first time in her life. And I'm like, I need to record this stuff because people are just never going to believe me when I say this. Like, I need to seriously record this and we need to spread it all over the world because there is amazing stuff that happens in our clinics every single day that the world just does not know about yet and I'm sure you have a million stories as well (laughs) and that's the wonderful thing about homeopathy isn't it because you're people might come with skin but we know that we're looking at all of them we're looking at every element of their life and so when you see a remedy help in one area you're going to see that ripple through to behavior to to characteristics to all of those sort of things and and again yeah I mean I've used vaccine detoxes quite a few times I you know when I'm when you're working with eczema my my especially with a baby and my thoughts are right okay so well you know what's going on here and, and babies with eczema it's a rite of passage for, for so many I think and it's mm. always generally around that three month mark that mm. the parent will say something and so much happens you know their little digestive systems learning the parent tired they might have introduced a little bit of formula and the dairy they don't they're not getting on with the dairy mm. or there was some antibiotics for something for mum or for baby and and that you know one course of antibiotics can disrupt your gut for up to seven years I read somewhere I mean it's mm. fascinating and gut and skin they're so linked I mean it mm. makes complete sense and so rather than the doctors giving some probiotics they give some steroids and so the cycle begins you know it's, it's not complicated at that point and I'd rather see a baby like that than 
one five years later with, with loads of steroids. But yeah, the detox is incredible. Okay. The mold detox, I use that one quite a lot for I've seen some really interesting stuff with that, but it's one of the biggest sort of underpinners of chronic illness, isn't it? So it, really is. it makes sense. You know, that was actually a great case that you ended up sharing, but is there anything else that you want us to have a chat about? You know, I think what I want to be really careful of here is that that TSW, going back to that, because this is what concerns me, is that people might be listening to this and Mm. they might not know about TSW. I mean, a lot of people don't. It's not something that's very well heard about. Mm. They might be using steroids on themselves or their child to manage eczema. And, I, you know, this might go against what the TSW community say, but I would never just suddenly stop. That If someone hears this and they suddenly stop, because that can bring forth a lot of problems. Mm. In my mind, there's TSW is a bit of a spectrum, and I'm, and I think that there are people that put the steroid cream on and it's painful. It makes them burn. That steroid's not helping them anymore. They are struggling because of it, and I understand completely the logic of stop of them stopping that because that makes sense. But I think there's people where their skin still responds to a steroid, still calms it down. They're not in that addiction stage, and I think sometimes stopping it can create that in somebody. So I'm always wanting to if people are using steroids and they're still working I would far rather that they went and saw somebody a naturopath a homeopath and someone that's going to help support them and work on what's underlying and so they can slowly wean I've seen kids using a lot of steroids that have just the parents have understandably not wanted to create this situation in them and have slowly weaned I mean, one little girl I've been working with two years now and she was using steroids every day the bless her she was so allergic to everything summer in the UK for her was hell spring summer she couldn't she couldn't leave the house because of her allergies and her discomfort this year she hasn't used steroids for as long as I can remember she's been camping I've had photos of her in fields of flowers and with just the tiniest little bit of redness behind her knee which isn't an issue sleeping through the night and this little girl used to want to be a skeleton because of her skin I mean so I think there are ways to work with tears double depending on where Mm. someone's at with it really Mm. The amazing Hilary Dorian, I did her eczema course a few years ago, and she said the same thing, that it's actually better to wean them off. And, you know, you use a little bit of like aqueous cream or whatever, and, you know, put a little bit of the steroid cream in that and just reduce that amount, reduce that amount so that you've still got that cream covering the skin, but just the percentage is slower and slower. So you're just weaning them off that. So that's actually really good advice. Yeah. And I think like going back to the whole antidepressant analogy, it's a similar thing, isn't it? You're very slow, just trying to help someone Mm -hmm. reduce their need for it. But you've got to work with why it's there and coming back, you know, otherwise it's, it's just a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I could, there's so many things I could say about TSW. It's just. Mm-hmm. Well, your think, photos on your website speak for itself and they say a picture paints a thousand words and there are thousands and thousands of words being painted on your website. You cannot hide those results. It's really, yeah. really remarkable. I was going to ask you as well, Tracy, with the homeopathic detox therapy, you know how it's usually done over an eight-week period. Do you find that you need to slow that right down and do that over a longer period of time with some of these clients, or can you usually complete it within the eight weeks? Normally within the eight weeks. I mean, sometimes people will contact me and they're a bit flared up. And, you you know, I think the point to be made as well with TSW is that it is so unpredictable. Is it, you know, is it, there's so many anomalies happening. They're reacting to all sorts of things. So I think sometimes it's hard to know what is causing them to flare up. It may be the detox. It may be something else. It may be just their typical flare cycle. But what I tend to do is if, if someone's struggling and it hasn't settled within a, in a couple of days, I, I might 
get them just to take a break from it for a week, mm. let it all settle down, go back to it. And often you don't see that aggravation again. And I know with the detoxes, you can take huge breaks from them. The body remembers, you just go mm. back to it. So yeah, I mean, generally, yeah, eight weeks I tend to find is okay. Some, like I say, will stagger a, mm. a bit longer depending on, on what's happening. Some some people just plough through, some people can't, and some people don't get any reaction bad at all. It's It's just trying to manage each individual one, I think. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Tracy, what's your final message? Well, actually, firstly, how can people get hold of you? And what's your final message that you want to leave our listeners with? People can get hold of me through Facebook, Tracy White Homeopathy. And my website is tracywhite.co.uk or online homeopath. I think I've got a couple. Yeah, I've um, got online-homeopath.com. <laughs> yeah, that's one. Yeah, I've got a Facebook group as well, which is you know, it's aimed at experts, but there's a lot of conversation about TSW in there because I think the two are very interlinked. Oh, amazing. You'll have to send me the link so we can put the Facebook group in the show notes. Oh, yeah, no, that's great. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is the group I think called? My take, I think it's called... It's either eczema and homeopathy or homeopathy and eczema. I can't remember which way around I did it. <laughs> so okay. I always remember which way around I did it. I will send you a link to it. Um, it's got about 3,500 members in there. And actually, it's a really nice community. I'm really proud of it because I think... Generally, people are really supportive in there. And it's not just about homeopathy. I mean, we talk, talk about sort of creams and supplements and, and just people asking questions. And, and I, it's got to the point where I don't have to do a lot in there. There's such a nice bunch that they kind of help each other and, oh, and contribute, which is really lovely. And I think my take home message is I think everything heals. You know, the skin, the, the whole body is, a, is an incredible organ of regeneration. And we have to change the way we treat it in order to see change. And we have to tr- change the environment that it's in to, to see it thriving. And I think that with homeopathy, especially for situations like this, it is not a quick fix. You know, I don't trust quick fixes because that's what a steroid is and look what it does. Mm. You know, so it's, it, it's about trying to support somebody, not just physically, but emotionally, because with skin issue, with eczema, with TSW, it's not just a skin issue. You know, it impacts everybody, it impacts mental health. You've got mums that can't look after their children. You've got people that can't go to work and earn a living. You know, it's mm-hmm. a huge, it's a huge life limiting condition to go through. And it doesn't fix quickly, but I do know that people can heal from it. I do see people healing from mm-hmm. it. It's just a bumpy it's a bumpy journey. But mm. when you meet people on the other side of it, their whole perspective is different. You know, mm. it has changed their life. Mm-hmm. It, and it's a hell to go through. But the things that they feel afterwards, the way they treat their body and it changes the way they medically treat their children. Mm. So I kind of feel like there is positive things that can stem from going through that sort of trauma. But people do get better. And I just think when you're going through it, it's hell. And when you're in those forums, which I'm not, you know, it, there's there's so many pictures that are so triggering for people mm. and of what they're going to go through that there's so much fear and, and anxiety and it is awful and this is where I like homeopathy because we look at that as well it's not just about the skin it's how you're feeling what can mm. we do to support you how can we make you feel better mm. yeah it really that's a very long affect- no no that's Sorry. beautiful because <laughs> you know the, it really does affect the whole family because I have had a, little, a few little clients where the parents are not sleeping at night because they're lying there holding the child so they don't mm. scratch themselves I've yeah. personally found syphilinum 
amazing for that. Thanks to Hilary Dorian's lecture. But, you know, suddenly these parents say, oh, wow, I can sleep. I don't have to hold my child all night to prevent them from scratching themselves red raw and waking up on a bloodstained sheets because they're just scratching themselves to pieces. So, you know, it's really great. I've just suddenly remembered that it was actually a listener that emailed me that's been listening to the podcast. And it must be like four months ago, five months ago. She said, you have to contact this lady, Tracy White. She's been helping me with TSW. Had such good results. You should get her on the show. So thank you to that listener for putting us in touch and thank you so much for your time today Tracy I know you're a very busy lady I'm so glad I could track you down and we could have this chat and I know it's going to give a lot of hope to you know people listening to this and maybe not even realizing that TSW is actually what what it is that they're going through and now that they know it's going to give them some more tools to be able to heal yeah I mean that it's and it's just to mention as well is a brilliant resource for 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 people who think they're going through topical star withdrawal what is sorry it's San, so it's I T S A N. It's a, it's, I think it's a charity. It's an international charity that recognises TSW. It's very supportive. There's a oh, lot of information advice on there. It's, it's brilliant. I, if I ever think, because obviously we don't diagnose this homeopath, do we? So mm-hmm. grey area. And if I feel like maybe someone is impacted by TSW, I'll just point them in the direction of It's San and you know go and have okay. a look, see what you think. And, oh, thanks for that handy resource. Yeah, it's really good, really good. They, they are brilliant and they're all over Instagram and that they've got a lot of information out there. So yeah, definitely. Wonderful. It was so lovely to chat with you and I'll speak with you very soon. Thank you. See you. Bye.